0: hello and welcome to the gb nutrition podcast episode number 14 we've made it to 14 podcasts we're living the dream today we're going to be talking about the scales weighing yourself stepping on that scale it's a it's a in-depth things to talk about and I think we should start by saying and it might be worth repeating a few times during the conversation that it's a very individual thing I don't think we can I don't think we can tar everybody with the same brush on this one people are going to have different responses people are going to have different takes on it and it's going to work differently for different people but I think that's the same when it comes to any nutrition diet approach we can all agree we need to eat more fruit and veg I think that's pretty standard across the UK uh, I think we all need to be a little bit more active again pretty much standard stuff but when it comes to the more nuanced stuff the the individual stuff I suppose that's why it's individual right because different people have different uh, takes on it um, I I've kind of unfortunately not wanting to sit on the fence on this I do genuinely think, genuinely, genuinely, genuinely believe that um, it is an individual thing. And I don't think there's any real wrong or right answer to this. Uh, and that's why I think it makes for a great podcast topic. I think it's a great conversation starter. Um, when somebody says, you have to do this for this reason, it's the only way to do it. I think that's when we know we're talking to someone who may may not have experience talking to a lot of different people. So I don't think they're this way. When it comes to this kind of thing, I don't think there's one approach. I think there's multiple different approaches. So let's start with the advantages, shall we say, of weighing yourself. Um, if, if you're going to weigh yourself on a regular basis, then, then you're going to know if your mode of calorie deficit, your choice of calorie deficit, your method... Of creating a calorie deficit. Is working or not? Basically. Because um, the weight will come down. Um, when we think like. We're dropping a lot of carbohydrates. A lot of that's going to be water weight. Initially. So if you've got a 10, 14 day kind of challenge. And it's super low carb. A lot of what you're losing probably isn't fat. It's probably water. When I say probably. More than likely. So that's not Where. Well, it is where you want to be. You want to be losing weight. You want to see the scales go down. So that's a good thing. But it may not be the fat you want to lose. But it might give you the push to go and do it. Um, if you're then going to go to, say, some slimming club and weigh yourself weekly, um, that weight that weight gets manipulated, right? So if you, say, go to weigh on a Tuesday, and Monday you have less carbs deliberately. You may lose a little bit of extra water weight for the Tuesday weigh-in. Then you've restricted a bit too heavily on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you have those carbs back in. Then you know you're you're fluctuating throughout the week. So a weekly weigh-in, although could cause undue pressure when it comes to the Monday, Tuesday, not to eat overly restrict, and cause maybe a little bit more freedom after the Tuesday weigh in. Come Thursday, Friday, all depending on what day that weigh in is, of course. So it may not be weekly; may not be the best way to go about it. Um, but I mean, yeah, again, it, it works for some people. You know, you take weekly over a year, then you're gonna you're gonna see how you're doing the approach that you could take and then this this also comes down to how well you can deal with seeing your weight if you can part comment if you can put that in your mind and forget about it a word i can't pronounce unfortunately then you can weigh yourself daily then you're going to get a better idea same time every morning of what your weight's doing. Then over seven days, you just take the lowest weight over seven days. And that is what you weigh over that week. Over an average of seven days, take the lowest weight and that is is kind of where you are. Um, You're never really gonna weigh less unless you deliberately dehydrate yourself. Um, There's always advantage of it going up, depending on carbohydrates, how much salt you've had, water retention, um, heavy meal, heavy exercise. So there's those reasons why it may go up, up and down in, in a week, but there's not so many reasons why it would come down unless you deliberately dehydrate yourself. So that's why we'd always go maybe with, with the lowest number over the course of the week. Um, the downside is it is going to go up a little bit throughout the week. It's going to come down a little bit throughout the week. And if, if day one, you're at 70, then you're at 70.1, then you're at 69.9, but then all of a sudden you're at 71 and you feel like you've put on like a kilo and, or 1.2 kilo. Um, that could just be anything down to diet, exercise, numerous reasons why that could have gone up. Um, it's not necessarily going to be fat, but can you deal with that? How is that going to affect your day? Um, if that's going to put you in some kind of bad mood or that's going to affect your day too much, then... That's where weighing daily could could affect you in a negative way, and it may not be the best thing to do. Now, over a month of doing it daily, hopefully, if everything's gone to plan and you've gone to see a really good coach, i.e., me, or a other really good coach, then um, they'll explain to you it will go up and down, and over a course of a month, you'll start at seven let's not put a number to it because everybody's individual but you'll start at point a and hopefully it will drop down to point b but there will be little spikes along the way it will go up a little bit you will go down but on average you'll be down for the month Um, that would be the bonus of doing it daily because then you can see you can understand that you're going to put on a little bit some days you're going to lose some some days but overall that you're going to have a net loss but that doesn't really work if You can't deal with that going up and we've been told for numerous years 20 plus years that scale weight is important um we have to judge what's on that scale religiously Um, it helps a lot of slimming clubs it helps a lot of people out because that scale weight can be affected by so many different things if you see it peak by a couple of pounds one week then you feel like you haven't done well enough and you need to stay on said diet where it could just be for multiple different reasons and you could actually be losing fat but regain a little bit of water during that process. So that would be that would be a take on there. Um, if you weren't going to weigh yourself, if you decided to completely ditch the scales um, because at the end of the day, is there any real need to know how much you weigh? Um, if, if you're overly overly big fat obese whatever you know oversized however you want to word it politely Um, and you're going in for an operation you may need to know if there's some kind of drug and it relates to your weight you may need to know if you're going into some kind of sport oversized or not you may you may need to go into a different weight category but for the vast majority of us do we really need to know how much we weigh does it really matter probably not when it comes to we probably don't really need to know um, but what is probably more important for the general wider public if we really think about it is how that t-shirt fits how those shorts fit those jeans those trousers you know that vest top that swimwear you know how does that fit how do we feel in it that that's sometimes and I would say for the majority, more important. I think we get bogged down in the weight of things and, you know, if you weigh 13 stone 6 or you weigh 12 stone 7, you know, you don't wear that as a badge, right? Because nobody really cares. I mean, you might care, and and that's fair enough, but most people don't don't really care. And people shouldn't really care about how you look. You know, you've got to be happy, right? It comes down to your happiness, how you look. Now, being 12 stone 6 or 10 stone 11 or 8 stone 6, whatever, you know, if that weight makes you happier, you know, then fair enough. You know, aim to get there. But wearing that dress, wearing that outfit for the wedding for a function or just being able to pick up some clothes off a rack and just wear them. You know, not having to worry about how you're gonna, how it's gonna fit. I mean, I suppose we all worry about sizing and stuff, and how certain things. Worrying about how how the clothes fit right. That's the styling of the clothes, the fit of the clothing. It that that's going to be there regardless of what that scale says. Okay, so we, we we can have a whole new podcast about how clothes fit us. You know, that's you know, I've bought three, four different t-shirts from Under Armour and I've had three, four different fits. It's, it's incredible. How they can, how a large can not be a large in everything. I've got a hoodie that fits like a medium and a t-shirt that fits like an extra large. It's mind blowing. But my weight isn't going to affect their sizing system is maybe the point I'm trying to make from this. But we want to we wanna be able to say that I'm a size twelve. I'm I'm a medium t-shirt, and majority of the time, ordering buying that is what's gonna fit us, and we don't have to worry too much about how. I I think that that that's way more important having the confidence in our clothing than what our scale says. Wearing clothes that actually fit. I think could I, yeah. I think it's just it's just a major thing, right? And then you don't have to weigh yourself for that to go full circle. Weighing yourself isn't going to change how that t-shirt fits. The number on that scale isn't going to change how it fits or how confident you feel in it. Because your weight shouldn't determine that. So we want to know how, if we're making progress, and if we're not going to weigh ourselves, if we're going to concentrate how clothing feels and... You know, that, that XL top we had that was a little bit tight a couple of months later, it kind of fits right. A couple of months after that, it doesn't fit at all because it's a bit loose and it's a bit baggy now. So we can see through our clothing, we're losing a little bit of weight. I mean, that's one way of knowing that our process is working. It's going to take a bit of time, but then any good method is gonna be, that's going to be sustainable over a period of time may, may take some time. We can we can use photographs. We can take photos of ourselves on month one, um, day one, and then go month two, day one, and just compare a photo after a month. Uh, we're not we're not looking for dramatic change. We're not looking. We might not even see any change in a month. And this is what we've got to be aware of. Expecting thing to happen in four weeks. But we take the photo anyway. Then we go month three, we go month four, we go month five. And then we compare month one to month six. Then we can start seeing some change. Then, you know, we have to be consistent over this period of time. We're going to start seeing some change at this point. And if you don't want to be jumping on the scales every day, then don't. That's not, that's not going to change anything you you don't need to weigh yourself every day you don't need to weigh yourself once a week you don't need to weigh yourself at all like if that's your bag that's absolutely fine right and that works for some people i've recommended it to some because i know it will work for them i know they need to see the process of maybe going up a little bit and coming down once you kind of understand that and you see it for yourself but you're overall knack down then it helps with like a calorie intake as well. Because sometimes that's going to be higher, sometimes it's lower. But on average, you're doing well. So so it works for some people. It doesn't work for everyone. It just works for some. And and on one one final point, um, when it comes to ladies and when it comes to your weight loss, fat loss um, journey, then we're going to have to we're going to have to allow for periods what part of the cycle you're in, you're on, because that's going to affect your weight. So when you're comparing week on week, you know, weeks two and three could be slightly higher. Weeks one or four could be slightly lower, and there is nothing you can do about it. That obviously depends on what part of your cycle. It might not be two and three, it might be three and four, but you get the idea, right? And there's nothing you can do about that. That's just that's just you girls that's what you that's what you got to deal with so when when you're weighing yourself on a weekly basis you don't want to compare week one month one week one to month one week two you could be exactly the same amount of deficit but it could just just be your your body storing a little bit of extra water just storing a little bit of extra glycogen because of the period of your cycle you're in the part of your cycle you're in it's it's just fact unfortunately it's just how it is and again weighing yourself daily you're going to you're going to see that from day one to day 31 overall rather than worrying about um, just once a week if you're not going to weigh yourself at all then you're not going to have to worry about it but you're going to want to take some photographs and you're going to want to be able to see it i mean There's a whole new, That's a whole different subject, Fat Loss for Females. It's a whole new podcast and we'll leave the why way right about there. We'll hit a little summary. So if, it all comes down to individuality. If you want to weigh yourself, then do it. Weighing yourself every day could be a great idea if, You can deal with that scale weight going up and down, because it will fluctuate daily. If you can't deal with that, then weekly is going to be okay. Probably not recommended, but okay. Because you're going to long term, you're still going to see the scale go down. But what you've done the day before would, you're not going to get a consistent result on a weekly. Depend on what you've done on that Monday. If you're weighing yourself on the Tuesday evening, you know it's heavy exercise. Lots of different things can change how much you weigh. So weekly is probably not the best idea. The, the most optimal idea, probably suboptimal. Yeah, if you can deal with the daily going up and down, then weighing yourself daily would be optimal. Weekly would be suboptimal, and just not doing it at all. And focus in on the process rather than the prize, you know, if if you can let go of that control and just trust in yourself, then I would argue maybe that's the best way to go about it. Because the more we can take away from the prize at the end, and the more we can focus on the process, the better the journey is going to be. And when we realise that the process, the journey, doesn't end when, that's, when you hit that scale weight. That's almost when it starts. Because the dieting down is, can be the easy part. The easier part is maintaining that loss that people struggle with. But we don't realise that's where the journey is starting from. We've lost the weight. Whether we weigh yourself or not is up to you listening to this podcast maybe it'll help you make an informed decision on that but once you've got down to where you want to be is where the fun really starts but that's it for today thank you very much for listening Um, stay tuned for more wonderful podcasts coming soon and take care see you hopefully by the time you've listened to this we're seeing you in the gym very soon lockdown 2021 jokes there just in case we listen to this in a year's time stuff doesn't age well sometimes anyway cheerio